please consider becoming a patron of That Taxi Podcast through Podbean. We've got exclusive content and cool swag for you. Here are some of the testimonials from satisfied patrons. I became a patron on Podbean and won the Powerball and the Mega Millions and the Irish Sweepstakes. I became a patron on Podbean and I got great news from Mari Povich. You are not the father. I became a patron on Podbean and it was the biggest contribution, the best contribution ever made. And then you idiots elected me as your president. Like I became a patron on Podbean and solved the mystery of the missing stickers. And I got some weed. And I got Scooby Snacks. Results not typical. Results not likely. Consult your doctor before joining patrons. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant. Other common side effects may include uncontrollable laughter. Explosive diarrhea. Feelings of superiority. Perpetual dizziness. Rare but possible side effects may include spontaneous combustion. Spontaneous erection. Spontaneous paralysis. Spontaneous spontaneity. Spontaneous death. 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 And impulsiveness. See your doctor if your erection lasts more than four weeks. You mean four hours? Four weeks! <laughs> In today's episode of That Taxi Podcast... Maybe like throwing a party and having your party guests going, excuse me, could you just turn the right. DJ down a little bit? Could you not serve so much alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know people who were like beat up or, uh, you know, attacked in the alleyway. Oh, yeah. And you say, let me call the cops. And, and like, no, 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 I have warrants. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're smart enough not yeah, to, right. to do that. Yeah. This guy was not. Maybe he had just finished a crack bowl. <laughs> it could very well be. <laughs> All at once, everybody dropped their pool kick sticks and ran. And I'm stuck. I, I had no idea what was going on. They were going to leave me with the bill, right? Right. And <clears throat> Like they're doing that on purpose to you. Right, to me. These are your friends. And they t- Well. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. When you came down the lobby and saw this girl, were you sexually attracted to her? Yeah, she was really attractive. Well, and that's maybe why you felt uncomfortable, because you realized you were <laughs> oh, from she fourth was so grade. <laughs> and you were 35 years older than her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's disturbing. Welcome to That Taxi Podcast. I'm Thomas. And I'm Taxi David, author of Too Much to Handle, a series of hilarious cartoons of all the crazy things that happen in and around my taxi. Thanks for jumping into our cab for a ride-along. Yeah, we've been driving taxi for years, and we love to talk about work. You mean bitch about work. Yeah, okay, that's true. Everybody does bitch about work. We know you'll find this entertaining. Sure will, because we have a unique point of view as nighttime taxi drivers. That Taxi Podcast drops every Wednesday on Spotify and wherever else you get this podcast. Uh, Thomas, I think you mean to say wherever you get your podcast. No, Einstein. I mean wherever they get this podcast. I don't care where they get their other podcasts. (laughs) Okay, yes. Uh, Okay, well, let's go. Up we go. C D E A B C D E F G H Bob Bob Black Sheep have you any wool? Yes sir, yes sir, do you have You know it's interesting. Twinkle twinkle little star how I wonder what you are they all sound the same. I used to be a teacher and uh the music teacher at the school that I was at said I remember saying they all sounded the same. She goes, well, if you, if you had a musical ear, you'd hear me. Dark Desert Highway. 
cool wind in my hair. Warm smell of Melitas rising up in the air. What is Melitas? I don't know. It's a word in a lyric. I know that song, Hotel California. Hotel California by the Eagles. Everybody knows that yeah. song. Yeah. I sang that for a very special reason. You sang it? Well, I mean, just now. Oh, why did you? I thought it was like you sang it somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, actually the guy on the record. What? Uh, what's the very special? Reason? It was on my daughter's no playlist at her wedding. Oh. It was the only song on the no playlist. Thomas was gone from work for the yeah. whole week. Took a week off. Imagine that. And the guy that only works three days a week was bitching about it. Is that when? Did you hear mm -hmm. me and him yeah. talking about? I I kind of gave him a hard time about that. Did you? Yeah. Didn't you hear me? Say, at first, I said I that's think you completely let him off easy. Yeah. Uh, no, I said that's completely unreasonable. I was being sarcastic, but I don't but think he it translated. It did it, not because yeah. he kept going, yeah, because and he was whining about it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think it's unreasonable for him to take a week off for a wedding, <laughs> for, a for wedding. daughter's wedding. I said that though, yeah. you know, and yeah. he goes, and he said, oh, I suppose <laughs> this is the guy who has four days off a week every week. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was giving I was giving you a hard time because I knew you would eventually listen to it, but he was leaning yeah. into it because he thought I was feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Todd. I don't think Todd listens. I, I don't have any problems with Todd. In fact, I've formally met him, I think, in person once. Mm -hmm. You know. But you know, we we have a lot of fun on the radio from time to time. Right. So I went to my daughter's wedding. Yeah, how was that? It was great actually. Uh actually had a local DJ come down and it was a couple, DJ Will. Yeah, a couple yeah, hour drive. Yeah. 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 He told me it was the most chill white wedding he'd ever been at. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they actually came and told him to turn the music down at one point. Oh so. my God. <laughs> That's how white bread we were. <laughs> Maybe like throwing a party and having your party guests going, Excuse me, could you just turn the right. DJ down a yeah. little bit? Could you not serve so much alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he had came up with a good idea. I don't want to spoil it on the air because I don't want someone else to hop on it. But he came up with a really good idea. Oh, you tell me later. Okay. Um, good. Yeah. Well, he's very popular, he by is. the way. Yeah. And he does a good job. He's a very friendly guy. Yeah. 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 So my uh, sister-in-law is in town, too. She's been here about a week. Where's she from? She's been here the whole week? Yeah. She, she came in Tuesday. And she's not leaving until Wednesday. Usually family visits like three days. Three days. <laughs> three That's the top. But you know, there's good customers. Like you have good customers and we also yeah. have not so good customers. And That overstay their welcome. Right, sure. <laughs> and then there's there's good uh, house guests and there's eh, not oh, so good. Oh no, is she not a good house guest? Well, I didn't know a human could sleep as long as a cat. So Well, that means, <laughs> <laughs> but that means they are not in your way. Yeah. That's kind of good. It is. Stay asleep. But does she like leave garbage out on the countertop? Oh no, or... not at all. Oh, okay, not nothing like that. Um, I got new tires. Good for you. <laughs> now to get some for your car. <laughs> <laughs> no, my baby Allie got new shoes, and uh, but I did it differently. That's so nineties. Every year I buy new tires because you know I put on yeah. a lot of miles and they go down to the nubs. Sure. And <laughs> so is your mom. <laughs> Behave now. Where has she been? She went to the wedding. <laughs> no, I didn't. She was at my. She's not a relative. She oh. just came. I invited her. Okay. She's keeping me in line at the wedding. At the too. wedding. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but um, every year I buy new tires, and this year, and I got a quote from one of the uh, tire places. It was like six hundred and seventy bucks. Right. And that's just 
so much. Right. Is it the same one that used to give away free meat? I don't know. But uh, I decided I would go online. I looked through eBay and Amazon and um, Tire Center and yeah, stuff online. Uh -huh. And I ordered through Amazon and I bought all four for three hundred and thirty bucks. Okay, that's just that included the, tire. the delivery. Uh -huh. That's just the tires uh, included the delivery, and that included everything. Okay, right, three hundred and thirty bucks uh -huh. versus nearly seven hundred bucks, and then it cost me fifteen dollars per tire to put them on. Okay, and three dollars for the disposal. Okay. I kept one to put on a rim because uh -huh. I want to get a full size. Did they balance them too? Oh, yeah. It was mountain balance, 15 that's, bucks per that's tire. That's a pretty good deal. It's a right? really good deal. Yeah. So I paid basically 80, a total, I think, of $88. Now, did you kind of get an attitude when you brought your own tires in? Nope. That they didn't give a shit. Nope. Nope. I came in and I said, uh, I need. Because I, well, I would think that would kind of piss them off a little bit. No, I came in and I said, I need new tires. And he says, do you have your own or do you need to buy some? Oh, he actually he, asked? He asked that. It was the first thing he said when I said, wow. I need new, new tires on my car. He said, do you have your own? Or I've you... never been asked that. Yep. Yep. New so, trend. Yeah, this new is my... Tr new tread. <laughs> I do new tread and tire wear. Oh, it feels good. And it feels so smooth on the road. The oh. difference between the bald tires and this. Oh, it's so... just like a pussy. You can't say that. I pre actually prefer mine bald. But lately, the ones I've been getting do have a lot of tread on them. Do you need a timeout? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's an option for you guys, I think, to consider having them delivered to you. It's really simple. Yeah. It takes just I've a couple days and take it to a uh, place. I think if I took it to uh, Le Schwab or Discount Tire or something like that, they would probably be like, screw you. You said it was Le Schwab. No, no. We, you said is it the oh, place. Okay. That's the ones who gave me the the uh Whoa, estimate okay. yeah that's um, not who put them on no i went to mike's tire oh, okay it's just a dude and he that's all he does is sell tires and put on and off tires for people right and they're not new tires they're used tires, right. right uh and then there's the other one that's north of town here that uh that does it so there's two okay know. okay um anything else uh i have a new feature we could introduce what's that when we do a pee break I'm going to give a useless random fact so people can look forward to it. Look forward to our pee breaks, folks. <laughs> so he's drinking his Chiba Hut. What is that? A, what is it? A iced tea? A Tom Collins. Isn't that what it's called? That's not a Tom Collins. Yeah. Tea and lemonade. Tom Collins. Right? Okay. I don't know. Because I think Tom or, Collins uh, Arnold has Palmer. Gin in it. Does it have gin? Arnold Palmer. What's a tea and lemonade called? I don't know. You uh, you ready to get going? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Dispatcher. We've hijacked the spinning wheel from the classic board game, The Game of Life. And each number on that wheel is assigned a different topic for us to discuss. And just like our conversations in the taxi, we never know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's what makes what we do so real. So let's see where the dispatcher sends us now. The dispatcher. 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 And here we go. It's been. Hey, I did it. Six. Stupid people. Oh, okay. Right? Stupid or famous? Uh, stupid people. Stupid. You got any stupid people? Well, there was. A, you always heard the 
phrase that it's the stupid criminals who get caught, right? Sure. Yeah. I had this guy, uh, took him on a long run from uh, the north end of town all the way past the south end of town to a little trailer park. We get there and he realizes he doesn't have his money and he wants to. I said, well, you got to pay me something, dude, <laughs> you know. He's like, well, can you take me back? I got a $100 bill there. I was like, sure. Take him back to the beginning? To the first. So it was going to add up to quite a yeah, lot. Yeah. By the time we got to the uh, original start point, it was already $60. Dude. So I said, he goes, okay, I just got to run up the stairs to the apartment and grab my money. I said, sure. And, of course, I realized about five minutes into it that this might have been a bad idea this guy's not coming back that, I, that's what it reminded me that, yeah like that's when plan. my your your stomach starts to feel oh shit i yeah. just fucked up lo and behold i wait stuck it out another five minutes he comes back down and i'm thinking oh thank god oh yeah. thank god so he comes <laughs> around to the window and he goes look dude i got money in there but my roommate left. I don't have the key. He locked it up. I can't get in to get my money. And I'm thinking, okay, this is becoming a bullshit story, right? So I say, look, all my boss needs is a police report number. He doesn't need, you know, actually yeah, needs a number. Yeah, you don't come he, to him with money. He can write it off it. on the yeah. taxes with a police report. Just stay here. Give a statement to the police so I can get a report number and everything's cool. The guy he, ran away. No, well, you the, know where he lives. The guy goes, sure. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I call the police. The police come out. They start interviewing him. And apparently the police recognize him as someone with warrants. <laughs> he's, but he's he waited for the cops. <laughs> he knows he's got warrants. He also had, and when they patted him down with, and once they put the cuffs on, they pat him down, right? They found three crack pipes in his pockets. <laughs> he didn't even get rid of it knowing you know, the cops are coming. I'm thinking to myself, dude, you are an idiot. That's a stupid. That's, he's not a criminal. He's just, he is a stupid he's person. Stupid. <laughs> that was a stupid thing to do. Yeah, the cops are coming, but he doesn't think to get rid of the crack pipes. Right. Because if and, someone and, says, look, you got to stay away from the cops, and I know I've got warrants, I'm yeah. like, no, I don't. You know, I, I know people who were like beat up or, uh, you know, attacked in the alleyway. Oh, yeah. And you say, let me call the cops. And, and like, no, 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 I have warrants. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're smart enough not yeah, to, right. to do that. Yeah. This guy was not. Maybe he had just finished a crack bowl. <laughs> it could very well be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I had a, I had a couple situations. So I'll, I'll bounce off of yours. Um, and that is somebody who does is not coming back. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I had a guy who picked up one of the street girls here downtown and we drove to the classic uh, Motel Six. No, no, no. We went to the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Uh, where everybody goes to buy drugs, or that's well, this is the okay. shady uh -huh. neighborhood, right? right? So she she said we get there and park in the alleyway, and she goes, he doesn't he doesn't want to see anybody. He doesn't know. So give me the eighty bucks. I'm gonna run in there and I'll get it. <laughs> so he gives her the eighty bucks and she's gone. And I'm like, <sighs> you just got dope. Yeah, you just got. But I waited. I waited as long as he wanted to wait until he complained. You know, I waited at maybe six seven minutes. She wasn't coming back. And he's like, is she coming back? And I said, do you want me to drive you back downtown? I won't charge you anything. Yeah. You know, I figured you just got fucked. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, let's just wait a little bit longer. I don't remember altogether how long we waited, but when he finally gave in, and 
um, pretty disappointed. Yeah, and there's they the way they looked were two different people, and there's something I've learned that if you're looking for weed or uh, anything really, you reach out to the people who dress and look like you, not right. not someone who's way elevated above you or somebody who's way down. Uh, you know, anything in socioeconomic class or something like that, you know, you're not going to go to, and I learned that, uh, in an experience I had in, in, uh, Vancouver, my son was, had this anxiety, but you couldn't take drugs across the border. So right. he coun't, he couldn't Even smoke prescription his weed, dr- oh, weed for weed. Yeah. That. To help him relax. So sure. I went out of the hotel and I went down the street to look for some, like a nug. For street weed, just for, <laughs> just, just, just something right. say anybody got anything. And, uh, again, I saw, I went below the socioeconomic class. I know this sounds bad, but there are socioeconomic sure. classes. The caste system. Yeah. We live it. And uh, there was a, a transient that was there, a bum on the street. And I said, here's 50 bucks. I said, I'm just giving it to you. That's yours. You can have it. He said, you come back with a nug and I'll give you another 40 or 50 bucks, something like that, right? That's guaranteed. Yeah. You, you keep that. You don't have to worry about stealing nothing. You just come back with a nug and I'll give you another 40, 50 bucks. He said, oh, okay, yeah. And he disappeared for a while. And then he came back um, and he said, you know, listen, I gave it to the guy and he was going to go get it, but he hasn't oh, come no. back. But, but I got somebody else I can ask. So, I mean, if you give me the other, you know, I'll go <laughs> get it. And I said, oh, man, you lose. You lost that, yeah. man. Because I already know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm just giving, was giving you an opportunity to bank on the money and now you lost that, right? Anyway, uh, I walked down a little bit further and there was a strip club. And uh, this guy comes out and he has this Ziploc bag and he opens it up. It's just full, chuck full of weed. And he starts spreading it and everything. And I said, hey, you, and he's, you know, dressed like me. Yeah. You know, I said, you mind if I uh, take a nug? My son has some anxiety. He goes, oh, don't worry about it, man. Open your palm. And he starts pouring it into my hand. <laughs> he's pouring all this fucking weed in my hand. I'm like, I don't, I just need a nug. He goes, don't right. worry about it. And I yeah. said, well, let me give you some money. He's like, no, you don't need to give me anything. <laughs> and it reoccurred to me that yeah you don't put yourself in danger or in a situation with right. someone you don't know who doesn't dress or look or whatever i know that may sound classist you know but we're talking about drugs here guys talking about the real world <laughs> yeah too, man. yeah um well anyway yeah that's yeah that's a... interesting yeah i i'm not very comfortable with someone i don't know who says i'll be right back with the money yeah. right? i had to learn it the hard way uh-huh. i had to let the streets teach Teach you yeah i don't think i've ever been in that situation so my uh stupid people is kind of a branch off of again the first one that you brought up because um i was shocked your guy stayed around for the cops (laughs) i was too after i realized he had warrants i thought he was just you know trying to be truthful and sure there are those people and so I had a situation where I picked up like three guys, college age kids, drove them to a college age neighborhood and they all got out and his friends were like, I said, well, who, which one are you going to pay, going to pay? And the other two just like, bye, including the one who flagged the cab they uh-huh. took off. And the third guy felt, you know, a little like, oh, this is awkward. So he got stuck. He got stuck with it. And I said, well, I guess they're sticking Holding it to the you. bag, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Using the drug metaphor. Right. <laughs> And uh, he said, uh, I said, well, I guess they stuck it to you. And he said, well, I don't have any money. And I said, well, I have to call the cops. And now I have you and I have a description of you, right? So I got to call the cops. And he goes, well, what if I don't stay? And I said, 
then I, you know, I have a description of you and they can find you, right. I guess. And he's slowly walking backwards. Like trying to fade into the fade. background. Yeah. He's like Homer Simpson, <laughs> you know, trying to disappear into the shrubs. Yeah. And, and he's, he's telling me, so I, I, you could see on his face, he's trying to, wants to do the right thing, but right. he can't do the right thing. And he, he knows it wasn't his fault that this happened, but he doesn't want to stick around and take the consequences for his friends. Right. And uh, yeah, he went off because huh. there's nothing going to happen for it. And I, I ended up, I was still on the phone with 911 at the time. So he had all the time in the world. And did he leave? Oh yeah, he left. Okay. And he left. Did you actually call the cops on him? I think I just ended up hanging up because it's like eight bucks. Oh, it was like eight dollars. And all I was trying to do was intimidating to get some money because you'd be surprised sometimes when you call oh, the yeah, cops, yeah. it's like suddenly there's money. Right. Suddenly yeah. they find it. Yeah. Yeah. So. That same situation. I was in that kid's shoes at one point. Uh, I would say this was ooh, 35 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was out playing pool with a bunch of guys. Uh, we go to the pool hall, four or five tables. You know, they charge by the hour per table. So we're racking up pretty close to 60 bucks. And that's pretty big in the, you know, yeah. late 80s. And uh, all of a sudden, it seems like, you know, like that old thing where you look at 8 o'clock and everybody drops the book and, the you know, to scare the teacher. It was like all, all at once, everybody dropped their pool kick sticks and ran. And I'm stuck. I, I had no idea what was going on. They were going to leave me with the bill, right? Right. And like they're doing that on purpose to you, right? To me, these are your friends, and they well, <laughs> so they took off on me. And uh, I'm starting to walk out the door, you know. And the guy at the front goes, Hey, you could you need to pay for all this, and he, you know, like kind of drags me over to the I said, and I'm like, I don't know who those guys were, I came in on my own, and they just invited me to play, yeah. And they said, Oh. What? Well, then the by that time the cops had showed up because they had called the cops when they all ran, yeah. and uh, the cops are asking me these questions, and I'm telling them, "Look, I don't know who they were, and I'm sorry I wasn't with them, and uh, I ended up going to jail because they had video camera, rudimentary as it was in 1988-89, of me getting out of the car with them." <laughs> So it was obvious. I went to jail uh, for uh, filing a false police report. You did? Obstruction of justice. Obstruction. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Because you lied to the cops. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, yeah. I didn't have to pay, though. How long were you in jail? Two days. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I've never been in jail. No. When I was teaching at an at a alternative school out there, I remember the kids asking, how, you know, how long have you ever been in jail? And it's like, I've never been to jail. They're like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. They had no concept. Everyone they knew, brothers, fathers, friends, mothers, everybody's been done jail time. Sure. Because, A, you were teaching at a an alternative, alternative school. school. Yeah. Oh. Again, kids, demographics. There, There's demographics. It's a caste system. Yeah. This is not me being. Kids uh, whose fathers own yachts and multi-million dollar companies, they don't go to alternative schools. Do you remember the kid whose car parked right here when we were sitting here talking? When the bars were open and yeah. he had to, he pulled up in that really expensive car, yeah. kids who own yachts. Yeah. And he gets out and he is a kid <laughs> who owns, it's like the guy who owns a yacht. You could see in his, the way he wore his pants and his nice white shoes. And, yep. and he was picked up that stupid girl. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't make that up. That's real. And he was driving daddy's car probably, yeah. you know, I don't know what that was. All right. And he was uh, peacocking in front of oh, everybody. Oh, he was. 
that's, that's right. He said on the phone, yeah. I just got off the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Uh, are we going to spend? I need to take a pee break. Oh, yeah. I could do my first useless fact. Okay. And now it's time for another one of Thomas's useless potty time facts. There's a high school in California, Fullerton Union High School. Four uh, major league baseball pitchers have come out of this high school. All four of them have thrown at least one no-hitter in their career. 2023, Michael Lawrenson from the Phillies. 1983, Mike Warren from the A's. 1973 and 74, this guy got two no-hitters. Steve Busby for Kansas City. And way back in 1920, Walter Johnson Hall of Famer for the Washington Senators. All four Major League Baseball pitchers that this high school has created have thrown no hitters. That's your useless fact. Now I gotta go pee. Are they street performers? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, he's walking out with the What's he got on there? He's got the Chuck Taylors. They look like they're gonna about to bust out in a rap or something, or not a rap, a break dance. Yeah, it's a slummy uh, YouTube video type thing going on there. He doesn't belong in this group whatsoever. No, there's another socioeconomic. Yeah, <laughs> I think she wants to be friends with that chick, but they're obviously never gonna be compatible. I hope you're. Uh... Useless fact was interesting. It was to me. Okay. And I think important. they're more odd than useless. They're just odd facts that are strange. Well, do you want to spin the wheel for this? What are the chances of that happening? I don't know. Okay, here we are. What is that? Five. Five. What is five? Get okay. to know you. Okay, I was going to say, I have to look this up. Get to know you. Get to know you. Um... That's always a hard one, but I, I... How about if we ask each other questions? Well, I have one, because okay. it's primarily uh, since you just come back from a wedding, you yes. know? And um, was it good? I mean, did you have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the guy? Yeah, I like the guy, even though he roots for the wrong hockey team. But I'll soon mend Where, his ways. <laughs> where's he from? I'm not sure. Have you? Did you? He know used him? to live. No, I never met him before yesterday. Oh, I see. Or okay. before the wedding. Well, I think he grew up back in the Midwest somewhere, but because okay. he's a Blackhawks fan, and we're a Red Wings family. Gotcha. We'll we'll teach him how to pick hockey teams. Yeah. But you know, I I met him uh, there, and he seemed perfectly fine, and a little nervous, and yeah. Know, so. Did he bring friends with him? Oh yeah, family. He brought three brothers and. Uh, some of his friends, yeah. So. yeah. Was it spendy? It wasn't. No, it was at someone's backyard. It was outdoor. The ceremony was there. The reception was there, and you know, it was uh, just a put, well put together wedding. Yeah. It worked out pretty good. Do you did you contribute to some of the planning, or was that pretty much just her and? Well, I just bought the DJ. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's why you're talking about DJ Will. DJ Will. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And his Jay Glizzy cart. Yes. You got to thank for Jay, for Jay Will. Yeah, he's a cool guy. His wieners and his music. Behave now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Craig. I'm trying not to be mad. How about you, uh, 
Speaking of liking the bridegroom, did your you were married once? Yeah, I was married for sixteen years. Did the father of the bride like you? He did. Uh, he was a farmer, dairy farmer. He did like me because uh, we used to have a lot of good talks. Uh, a lot of it was religious stuff because you know that was the area we were in, uh -huh. and and he was also a, a deacon in the church. Okay, so we had a lot of. He he was very narrow minded about things like not don't have sex with my daughter before you get married. Oh yeah, well they they felt that way, and <laughs> I remember the first time I visited, we drove there, and on the way back we were going to stay at a hotel, and I said, well you know for money purposes we're just going to stay in the same room, and they said, well, and I remember her mom saying, well I trust you, like <sighs> okay, and then we had a baby. Before you got married? Uh, we were pregnant before we got married, yes. Did they know that? Yeah. Did, and her father still liked you? Yes, okay. yeah, because he actually did like people. You okay. know what I mean? He wasn't so rooted in a narrow point. That where that your actions dictate whether he likes yes, you. Yes, right. He was He was actually a really good man. Mm -hmm. um, Can I ask so, you a question? Yeah. Um, were they black? They were not. They were Dutch, 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 so they Dutch, were, Dutch. They were white, and they had no problem with you being mixed race. Uh, I think when she told her mother, she told me that her mother said, "Well, you know how we feel about that," but she didn't, you know, expound on that. They had a bigger issue with that my what my name was because there was this creepy, gross old man in that community who had the same name. So when they went around telling people, oh, she's getting married to this guy. To David Blank. Yeah, they, said, they said, Blank what? what are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. So that was really hard for them to, they, they were so frustrating to have to explain it. It wasn't this guy. Mm. It wasn't this old man, you know, that maybe they sold their daughter to. It would have been like that, you know, if, wow. if she had been with them. Two mules and a yeah to save the wagon. farm yeah. to save the farm. I'll give you my daughter, which would have been ironic because, you know, he was a dairy farmer and Towards the end, he had to sell the farm. Oh, sad. When it comes to weddings, though, it was interesting because... Um, and talk about your wedding. Was it uh, at a... Oh, obviously, it was at a church, big church. It wedding. was at a church, um, one of the community churches. It wasn't a big church. You know? Right. It wasn't like we had the... But it was a full-blown priest doing the Pastor, ceremony. Yeah, and... no priest. It was a it was a Christian reform, okay. or Protestant Christian... Denomination, regardless, but it was a, a church yeah, wedding, yeah, a, and a formal uh, church wedding, and the congregation was there. I, actually, I don't know. I don't. I want to say that the congregation was there, but there were over two hundred people there, and that's why a I, lot more than just friends and family. I didn't know any of them. Okay. I brought one friend. My parents came, and my uncle and aunt came, and my brothers came. Uh -huh. So I knew maybe ten people, like whatever. And that's why I was asking, you know, did he bring people with him? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing, I was afraid that once I got there, I wouldn't know anybody because I didn't go to the rehearsal sure. dinner. Oh. So I didn't even meet people then. Yeah. Uh, but it was kind of funny. I We get there and we kind of helps. We got there early. We kind of start help setting chairs and things. And first person I see is someone I've known for probably six or seven years. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It was a friend of my daughter's. And, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know these people. So uh, as I years went on, wherever I was in this town, if I was standing in line at the bank or or in the grocery store, I had people just looking at me funny, just staring at me, like smiling and 
and I would say hi, and they would say, I was at your wedding. Oh, and I was like, I don't know who these people are. Did you go, oh, oh, Marcus? Oh, God, no. So there's a thing, it's called Dutch bingo. I will never, are you familiar with this? No. Okay. This is something that everybody in this community does. And it is, you say, oh, I am um, related to the DeWitts. Okay. And they say, oh, the DeWitts. Is that Rory and Amanda? I'm just coming up with names. Sure. No, no, it's uh, Jessica. And Joyce. And, and yeah, something like that. No, well, it wouldn't be Jessica and Joyce in this community. <laughs> Joe. They'd be... They could be sisters. Oh, sure, sure. Joyce and Jessica, right? Oh, yeah. Joyce DeWitt. Because yeah. she uh... was a TV star. Is that the one from Three's Company? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we were talking about Three's Company earlier. Um, and they would say, oh, yeah, Joyce. She married Joe, and they had two kids, and, and then were they related to so-and-so? And you say, no, that person was related to so-and-so, and it just keeps going. So it's like a verbal family tree. Yes, and you, you're basically feeling out the other person for all your connections to each other and to these families. Okay. Um, is it like bragging rights? Like I know more people in this family than you do. Maybe I don't know, but I do. Know, or, or it, to me, it's just the passing of the time. Okay, you know, it's just how they talk. And I found myself quite often getting hooked up into it by accident. So this, when I realized what was happening one day, I'd been divorced for probably two, three years, and I was dating this girl, and we went down to. Seattle we were going to a show so I went down to the lobby to get something for my girlfriend and in the lobby were these Dutch people <laughs> you can kind of see them from a mile away yeah. right kind of like if you could see a Norwegian family or right. a Scandinavian or whatever but their wooden shoes give them away right <laughs> yeah they weren't wearing they weren't wearing wooden shoes or anything but one of the girls very attractive girl if I may say uh, even though I had a girlfriend at the time one a of wife, the, one of the girls in this family. You had a probably, wife at the time. <laughs> no, I was divorced. Oh, okay. This was a girlfriend I was with. Oh. Um, and I went down to get something for her at the hotel that we were staying at. And they, this family was there. And one of the girls says, oh, Mr. Zonto. And the only people who ever say my last name are people who know me as a teacher. And I was like, how do I know you? And she said, you were a student teacher. This is my practicum. This is like I did four weeks at this school. No, I did seven weeks at this school as a practice teacher. Uh -huh. And she was a student. It was a fourth grade class. Oh, my God. And she recognized me. I'm, I'm feeling suddenly very uncomfortable. I, I didn't know why she would remember this. Yeah. Right. This is a blip in her complete timeline right. so who is this person their parents said this and she said oh this is so-and-so and she said oh are you related to the so-and-sos and so-and-sos and i said no i married so-and-so and then i realized what was coming out of my mouth i'm playing the game okay. that's the game uh -huh. and dutch bingo and you know but so they knew the you know so -and -so? people that you had been married to yeah that's how it started oh, okay. when they when they asked oh we don't know very very many of your last name mm -hmm. you know what was your married name or was your wife's Right. Anyway, uh, I bailed. I said, I got to go. And I, I said, I don't play Dutch bingo. That's what I say now. I don't play Dutch bingo. I have okay. to go. And uh, huh. yeah, but that always. Can I ask a question? Yeah. When you came down the lobby and saw this girl, were you sexually attracted to her? Yeah, she was really attractive. Oh, and that's maybe why you felt uncomfortable because you realized you were <laughs> oh, that from she fourth was grade. 
and you were 35 years older than her. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's disturbing. That's disturbing. But fun to think about. <laughs> so now you know me. <laughs> it's terrible. David likes fourth grade girls. It happens in the cab, though. Hang on. It does happen oh, in the yeah. cab where I'll get somebody who... Um, because I used to substitute teach in this area when I moved here in 97. Yeah. And, um, yeah, somebody would be flirting with me and I'd be flirting back and say, they would say, hey, are, are you Mr. So-and-so? And then suddenly it's like, this is your stop. Bye, everybody. I uh, I think I've mentioned this in one of the very early episodes where these two girls wanted were going to flash me. You know, instead of paying, and I recognize them as classmates of my oldest daughter from high school. Uh, you know, diffuse the situation and yeah. made them laugh. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that yeah. can be uh, very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good episode. Yeah, I think uh, I may have. I, I'm concerned as I edit, listening to myself talk about these that situation. Yeah, maybe so. I'm sure you'll tweak it to where you, you put yourself in the shiniest light. <laughs> and I'll be in the shadows. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, you got a joke for us? I do have a joke. What's that? Why does Santa have such a big sack? Because he only comes once a year. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks for the imagery. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good rest of the evening. Stay positive, kids. Thanks for coming along with us on That Taxi Podcast. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode, and you can find us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. Wherever you download this podcast. Oh, right. Sorry. We want your thoughts, ideas, and feedback on today's episode. So please contact us, and we really do want you to contact us at thattaxipodcast.com, at Twitter, on Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week. See you next week.